I'm here with Eric Friedman with New Orleans International Airport. Eric, how's it going? It's going great, Ramon. How are you doing? Uh, great. We are actually recording in the podcast studio sponsored by Taste and the Fly here at the Airport Experience Conference in uh, at the wonderful Gaylord Rockies Resort and Convention Center in Denver, Colorado. It is actually day three, and I made Eric get up at the crack of dawn after a couple long days of working, but I'm as a friend, you didn't mind that. Not at all. And Ramon, I, I know uh, me getting up and being here for, you know, 745 is nothing because you've already had, what, three meetings already? No, uh, if, one meeting. Oh, just, just one. Okay. Just the one. Okay, cool. <laughs> and I love how you just said 745 because he, he was here uh, a lot earlier than that. Well, you know, got to be prompt. Awesome. I appreciate it. So uh, thanks for doing this. As you know, if you're not familiar, you know, I have this recurring monthly series on the podcast called Ones to Watch. And got to have you on. Oh. And uh, as you know, you probably had uh, just listening to a lot of the past episodes I've recorded. You know, we had a lot of friends on this, on these episodes. So I don't know if you feel like you have a high bar to achieve or. You, you know, know there's so many people that we followed and, and uh, I know that I can't meet their expectations. Right. So I'm just <laughs> cool. We're going to hang out. We're going to talk and, and uh, you know. We will land where it shall, right? It, exactly, exactly. So let's get to it. I'm going to ask you the first question, is, um, which I ask of everyone. You know, what brought you into this industry? Uh, really, it, it all started with a science fair project. All right. <laughs> yeah. So uh, I was in middle school, and then I did a science fair project. I can't even tell you what went on. And uh, I did well. I placed, uh, I don't know, first, second, third, somewhere's in there, right? I'll say first because we're on a podcast. So yeah, I was in first, first place. First place. There you go. Uh, and, you know, figured out gravity or something like that. Fantastic. And uh, my dad uh, was proud of me. And, and I had expressed early on and often in life uh, an interest in, in airplanes. Um, and so he, he took that uh, achievement uh, at the science fair and, and – you know, propositioned me with if I wanted to go ahead and, and start flying lessons. And so here I am at 13, uh, you know, getting placed behind uh, the controls of, of an aircraft for the first time, you know, having to sit on a phone book uh, just to see over the panel. <laughs> and uh, so that was really the intro. And, and from there, uh, it progressed into, the, you know, regular flying, you know, solo, private pilot's license, all that fun stuff. Uh, and then later in high school, uh, I realized, like, hey, I, I like flying. It's great, but I might want to be home a little bit more often. Yeah. Uh, so I started looking at air traffic control, and I uh, decided that uh, I was going to pursue that. Which is ironically who I, I just interviewed, Jeff Taylor, our friend in Jacksonville. He mentioned that you guys shared that same kind of, like, yeah, which I didn't know. Yeah. I knew that about you. I didn't know that about Jeff. Yeah, no, air traffic control was definitely, you know, went down that route. And uh, once every riddle, graduated a degree with air traffic management, uh, worked for the FAA for four months uh, <laughs> as a controller. And, uh, you know, it, it is every bit as stressful as people perceive it to be. Probably more. Uh, yeah, more so. yeah. So um, it was exciting. Uh, I was thrilled to be there. Uh, sad to leave it a little bit, but I landed well on my feet. Um, so, you know, kind of staying in, more so getting into this side of the industry. Uh, while I was at uh, Riddle, I interned at New Orleans Airport. Uh, I got to go around to all the different departments, spending the vast majority of my time in operations. Um, and so after the FAA, I reached back out to the, the head of, of the internship program and just to see if there was an opportunity. It was like... 
dude, apply, like, come in. Uh, we'll, you know, if, if we'll, we'll do what we can to get you into my department, but if not, you know, there's operations. And so I applied, I started in operations, and then after about a couple months there, I was able to transfer into the training department. Uh, and about a year into the, in the training department, I realized that wasn't for me. I needed yeah. something more. And uh, I, I love going out to eat. I love... Uh, you and I have had some good dinners. Absolutely, yeah. yeah. And, and so it was just an easy transition to say, well, I enjoy airplanes. I love food. Uh, this is the place where I want to be. And, and so... 2012, uh, I got into concessions and I haven't looked back since. That's great. So, honestly, like, what is it about this industry, or maybe even specifically about concessions, that you find so unique and interesting? Because it's unlike anything that I'm sure anyone has seen, especially those who maybe uh, the handful of you who are listening to this who are not in, in this industry. You know, because it's again, you don't really go grow or grow up or maybe graduate saying I want to work at the airport unless it's working for a carrier, right? Um, I mean, really, at the end of the day, everyone, whether they realize it or not, uh, is impacted or experiences yeah, some, some time in the airport. <clears throat> and, um, and so no matter where you are, if you're at a party and someone's asked, hey, what do you do? And you tell them, well, they've, they've got a story to tell you. Oh, hey, look, I was in the airport and X, Y, Z happened. And why is that? You know, mm-hmm. or, you know, so everyone has this interest of uh, and, and what we do. And, um, so that is, you know, what's really exciting. You can, if you, you sit and listen to everyone, uh, you'll, you'll learn a lot about what, what they want to do in the airports and, and about their experiences or how we can improve it. So that's, that's one of the very unique things and, uh, about the industry that I absolutely love that, that really everyone has an opportunity and comes through and, and we get to touch them. And what we do is, Worthwhile. How long have you been with uh, the airport? So I started even with including your internship. So. Oh God, internship. So uh, internship was was uh, like a, a fall semester okay. uh, in two thousand seven, I believe, and then I started in uh, full time in two thousand ten. Uh, it was June of two thousand ten. So I've been there quite some time now. Yes. Uh, but uh, I've enjoyed the experience, the whole ride. You know, oh, got a lot of opportunities to do a bunch of really cool things. Cool. So during your, let's, you said it yourself, long time yeah. <laughs> there in New Orleans, uh, you, I'm sure you've come across many events, many instances that um, were memorable in many ways and, and obviously provided a point of learning. And that's what I want to uh, get across here is a lot of folks don't re- usually realize that, you know, as uh, restricted in a space that we have, you know, there's a lot of learning can come from, it, especially if there are a lot of uh, disasters or, or anything else. But we'd love for you to share like an event that proved to be a, a point of learning for you. Well, so the event that, that I'm going to kind of speak to uh, is a long-term event. So uh-huh. uh, we recently opened a brand new uh, terminal facility, uh, 35 gates, and um, that process started uh going my actually my first email uh was <laughs> first email. yeah yeah because it's a great mark we had to go back and look at it okay uh but my first email was to uh sue schooley si partners who helped us with with the design of the program and that was in uh i think it was may of 2013 uh so that's when we really began kind of shaping uh our vision of, of the concession program for this new terminal 
Um, and so that that really has been the biggest learning, uh, you know, from from the initial conversations with Sue and Ob, uh, you know, learning little facets of you know just about placement of of retail stores and who's you know restaurants and you know the sizing and, and things of that matter. Just really just again that footprint of the program that was all learning, and then um, later on, uh, you know. About a year after that, it was all the business development, working with all the, the partners. You know, we had everyone coming through the door, um, and and we ended up getting uh, five proposals on food and beverage, and, and four on retail. Uh, kind of jumping out of line, but yeah, so yeah, we, yeah, it was yeah. it was you know, it was writing the RFPs, and, and so reaching out to all the other uh, airport you know concession managers and, and seeing what they had and, and learning this from them. First real like. Oh, big time RFP. Yeah, we yeah. did a renovation in 2012 uh, for the Super Bowl. But this dwarfed that. Yeah, this dwarfed it. And, and quite honestly, at that point in time, I was so new. Uh, the concession team uh, was relatively small, and and so it was really the concessions project managers who came in, and I was just along for the ride. Like I would just send <laughs> reports to our CFO at the time, Ray Anderson, and say, "Here's where we're at." Um, <laughs> So yeah, so you know, we went through the the, the RFP process, uh, writing the agreements and and the award, and just kind of learning about you know the whole evaluation process on big scale projects like this. And then after the awards, it was really design, which again, air traffic control guy, airplane guy, <laughs> I can't tell not you, not design guy, yeah, not design guy. I mean, I I think I I you know shop pretty well at, at J Crew. <laughs> Banana Republic, Brooks Brothers, whatever. So I, I play it pretty safe. But then, you know, we do we get these restaurant and store designers and you need to go ahead and, and you know, find something that really pops and screams, you know, high-end luxury, you know, that's going to drive these. Yeah, New Orleans. Orleans, yeah. All these different things. And so, uh, you know, we, we worked really closely with uh, our architect, uh, CCAT, um, and Daniel Taylor, with all the concessionaires to really drive this design. So I learned so much with him. Uh, now so to where it's kind of problematic because I feel kind of snobby sometimes. Like I'll look around <laughs> and be like... Oh, is this, is this, so you're saying this is what you've learned from this tremendous I, event. Like absolutely. You've design and you're like very critical of other designs. I am critical, yeah. I'll see something I'm like, this looks cheap. Like, come on. Like, this is a, a great store, but you guys could have spent a little bit more money. Um, but yeah, so, so the design was fantastic and, and that was brand new to me. And then when we got into the construction and that was really almost two years of, wow. of construction, uh, not only the concessions, but the base building. And, and so that was an interesting dynamic because we had a base building contractor who was building the overall building. And then we had, uh, is it six five or six general contractors building out the, the program for the concessionaires and that coordination and, and, you know, trying to get people to put their cards on the table so we can all play from the same playbook and, and just everything around it. Uh, so just a lot of communication and, and how to get so many people to get together on the same page. And I mean, I learned a whole lot. So, so it seems like there's a lot here. I mean, obviously from the building the RFP, what you want the program to look to look like uh, design, as you were saying. I mean, yeah. there's many. This isn't just one point. Of, I mean, there's multiple points of learning. Oh yeah, yeah. And 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 I guess 
fortunately, it is. It has. You know, it's been the whole time here that we've been kind of growing into these things and and, and, and learning so much. Um, so it's 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 definitely a career moment. Obviously, it's a big time event, but it, it learned so much about this, and and I really found the experience to be invaluable and you know a big part of of you know who I am now and sure, you know what what I'm able to do moving forward. That, that experience is just so tangible and, and you can put it all over the place. Yeah. yeah so give it to me. What's the favorite part of the job? Was so, it trying the, the new food or? <laughs> you know, we were so busy running around uh, in the days open uh, prior to the opening that I didn't get to try. Oh, any, missed like, opportunity. I, I think we ate. I, it was maybe like the day before opening. And uh, the guys that host were, and, and the the guy from Shake Shack uh, who came down to do all the training, you know, they were they were super nice, you know, and so they were like, hey, look, we're not doing samples yet, but would you like something? And, and so I was like, yeah, I'll, whatever you have, please Shack Burger, yeah, or just something. please, yeah, because well, I I think in that week I lost like five pounds just like walking and not eating and. We were there like 16-hour days, which is oh. nothing. I mean, it, you'll. <laughs> there were people, that, uh, Dawn from Delaware North, I'm nearly certain she probably was at the airport for like 26 hours straight and was just a soldier. I mean, she she was killing it. So there were a lot of people who were like that the days leading up to it. Um, so, yeah. But original question was? I forgot. Best part of the job. Best part of the job. Favorite part of the Best, job. My favorite part of the job. That could have been it. That was it. No. The favorite part of the job was absolutely uh the feedback right uh as we're walking around the terminal and the days after the opening and just overhearing the passengers talking about doing and eyeing yeah uh, you know talking about the the whole program and, and and that was fantastic but then you know since then it's we've had mardi gras i don't know if you guys heard of that it's never little, heard of it little really, event. Yeah. anyways little thing. yeah so so i was at mardi uh at a mardi gras parade and then a mardi gras ball and uh you know just different functions and talking with people and just hearing the pride uh coming from their voice uh, about what the the new terminal was and uh, the new program and and that honestly was my favorite thing because here's something that we worked so hard so long and and it's like a tangible gift to the city and yeah, a of sense of pride and and so now when they're traveling around or when people come to town like oh this is really cool and maybe they can picture themselves moving to new orleans and doing business in new orleans you know things like that because of how great the facility <coughs> is so quickly just tell me like uh a mentor someone who brought you along uh during your tenure there in uh, new orleans yeah well i'll, I'll tell you there this industry is fantastic and there's so many people out there uh, who I constantly call and, and ask questions. Uh, you know, Rebecca Ramsey, Dave Kellerman, mm -hmm. Randy, um, and it's just everyone. I mean, there's just so many people. I know I'm not naming all of them, but, but really I... It takes I, a village. It, it really does, you know. You reach out to, to everyone and, and ask questions and, and learn something. But really at the end of the day, when, when we talk about mentors, uh, I'd say I have like three people who, who I really lean on and, and I consider mentors, even though I don't know we've ever like formally called it that. Um, you know, so first would be my dad, uh, because we talk about, you know, personal finance and we talk about business and things like that. So that that just helps me grow on that side of it. Uh, the 
uh, Michelle Wilkett, our, our deputy director and chief customer service officer, whom I reported to uh, for probably like four or five years, uh, I absolutely consider a mentor uh, because of how she uh, really just allowed me to grow. Uh, and I sit down and I would sit down with her every day and we would just talk. And so we were, we'd be on, you know, the same, same wavelength and kind of understand on, on what we wanted to do, uh, with the concessions program, what we were working on. Uh, but then she understood like there was this desire to have, you know, to, to be more than just the concessions manager and be a leader in the organization. And so she, you know, would tell me things that so that you know we could all be aware of, of the office politics and so and, and give me opportunity to, to be in and out in the whole program and, and of the whole operation and just really it gave me an opportunity to to learn and grow and show that this growth and, and help improve the organization um, so she was absolutely fantastic and then uh, the second person who Probably is going to learn this right now uh, that I consider a mentor, but it's Lewis Hubbard. Uh, so he is my coworker. Uh, I, I, he actually used to report to me, uh, but you know he taught me so much. Um, uh, as basically, he showed me how I wanted to be a good leader, and and so that was you know basically to not be afraid of his success and celebrate his success. And stand back and let him grow, which I learned from Michelle, and and you know give them opportunities, and and you know again give them all the tools, so, you know have conversations about what's going on in in the office arena and, and what's going on outside, and he's brought so much to that conversation too with, with his insights and uh, what's going on out there, and so you know he he really has you know he he makes me a better person, and so that to me is the definition of mentoring. And uh, for that reason, I think it's, you know, it's really cool. I enjoy working with them a lot. So. All right. I'm going to ask you a very personal question, and I'm, I'm going to venture to guess what it is because we're both fans of football. You are a Saints fan. I'm a suffering Dolphins fan, unfortunately. But give me a favorite pastime. It doesn't even have to be football. You know, whatever. What, what do you do away from work? So, so I love football, but... You know, I don't know if you guys have seen the news in the last three years, but the Saints have uh, suffered uh, some some setbacks, yes. uh, some some very critical losses, and so with the joy comes some pain. So I love to eat. Uh, in fact, I know this because you and I have dined a uh, times. Absolutely, and and so you know, it's going out with family and friends. Uh, you know, sitting around just kind of grazing. You know, over the next like hour or two, just chit chatting, but but trying different things from the menu uh little bits here and there and, and next thing you know you're you're just super content with everything that's, that's not fair on. because you live in new orleans and you so you have your pick and choice of i mean anything absolutely new orleans is, is a a unfair advantage when it comes to <laughs> to, to the riches of, of restaurants <clears throat> but really one of the beautiful things is food is something that everyone's doing nowadays True. i mean you can go to um I, I don't know some place out in the Midwest, and I guarantee you You'll there's a, something there's there. something fantastic. There's some chef who's pushing the boundaries, or or is really just doing something uh, very simple, but doing it perfectly. And and the execution and the customer service, like 
all that plays into it. And so going out to eat is, is absolutely my favorite thing to do. If I could do it uh, four, five times a day, I would do it. Uh, of course, I'd have to go to the gym, and sometimes that's uncomfortable. <laughs> but you look good well, for I, someone who loves to eat. I, I mean, I'm not, unfortunately, of that uh, <laughs> constitution, but it, it helps to be young. Oh, well, that's right? it. Yeah, yeah. So. By the way, I'm warning you, you really need to start. <laughs> you'll start the workout because I am the after okay. of, all, of all that excess. Trust me. I, you know what? I saw that there's a gym down here, and it had a good group of, of, of folks in there, so maybe I'll start doing that as well. Never too late. <laughs> Never, <laughs> Never too, too late, late right? Friend. Excellent. So, Eric, thank you so much. My last question for you, um, looking forward, there's got to be something that you're looking forward to um, either in your career or at the airport at this point in time. Yeah, so uh, I look forward to, to moving the needle uh, in the industry again. Um, so, you know, right before I started, the industry was hot dogs and pretzels. Uh, we've graduated right now, you know, our concession program in New Orleans, we have eight James Beard award or eight, uh, restaurants that have been recognized by the James Beard foundation. Sure. Uh, we have entertainment kitchens. I think there's uh, a couple of restaurants, so five James Beard, eight with, uh, entertainment mm-hmm. sections. So, uh, like Emeralds, uh, has a giant open kitchen. And so you can watch the, the chefs making the pizza and the cooks you know, working the line. And then there's an expediter and the manager who's running all this. And that's entertaining, and th- and that's really fantastic. We've seen um, the Food Network, you know, sure. go off, and, and and so those type of things. So that's where kind of the program or where the industry is today. Um, you know, I love giving feedback to people who participated in the RFP process. Uh, in fact, there was one concessionaire uh, who didn't was not successful in New Orleans, and I gave them feedback afterwards. And the following uh, ARN at the time, yep. they came back. And uh, he told me, he said, with the information that we gave them, they were able to to learn from and they incorporated some of those thoughts into their proposal and ended up winning in LaGuardia. So here it's fantastic because here I am in New Orleans, yet I'm having an impact with a company whom I'm not doing business with uh, to improve the, the situation in LaGuardia, which great SNL skit. Yes, of course. Yeah, yeah. we won't mention that. But yeah. <laughs> it was a great skit. And then, uh, so so really the next phase, the thing that I'm looking forward to doing is really pushing uh, airports. I can't believe, so folks, honestly, this is what happens when you do it live in the hall. There's a lot going on. Yeah. So we're just going to power through that. But go ahead. All right, cool. Now. Go yeah, ahead. no, so, so the, you know, moving forward, we really, I would love to see uh, airports not really or not be only a place that uh, helps those who are traveling. You know, if we can move the needle to be a place where people come uh, from the community to come in and celebrate, I think that is really where I'd love to see it go. And, and we see it now, right? There's uh, several airports out there, including New Orleans, that have uh, uh, passes that allow folks in the community to come into the terminal and eat. Yeah. Uh, we have that, like I said, it's the MSY guest pass, and it's it's proven to be successful. There are people who are coming in who are celebrating, uh, you know, birthdays, or either they're coming in to just share a good time with their family, and that's what restaurants on the street want to do. And and if we can, and, and having them come into the airport to shop, like we have those stores that that people want. Um, if we can do that, and and. The conversation is no longer how many employments do you have, but how many, how much foot traffic do you have coming through, um, and we can continue to elevate the experience. Uh, 
I, I, that's that's where I want to go, and I think we can do that together. Excellent. Well, Eric, I know in these conditions, you know, doing this live, I get it, but uh, thanks for joining me. It was absolutely my pleasure, Ramon, and uh, congratulations on a great show, and I uh, look forward to doing this uh, again. <laughs>